A real bodice ripper contains explicit, salacious, delicious, not safe for work content. Isn't that great? But no, seriously, listener discretion is advised. A real bodice ripper. 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 Here we are. I don't even know where to begin. Um, Diani? <laughs> do, do we begin with Diani? Get out. <laughs> And if you like that, stay tuned. Stay tuned because, oh, have we have a handful. We have a handful of we daddies. We have a hell. We have an H-E double hockey stick of an episode for you today. Yes. Who and we, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Who do we think we are? I Obviously, we are very kinky. We are very into certain types of things. <laughs> I am a jaded individual after reading these books. <laughs> I... I, I had this much dignity and innocence, I mm-hmm. guess, whatever shards or sh- scraps was left. Yes. But then after reading Jessica Kane, There is no innocence left. Right. Like, <sighs> basically, a porn could just happen right in front of me, and I'd be like, eh, that's not, that's not a big deal. I've read Jessica Kane. <laughs> this oh, could be yeah. bigger. Yeah, I feel like from... And this is why, like, full disclosure... I, I found Jessica Kane through another podcast, and I was like, what is all the freaking hollering about? <laughs> I have to check out one of these novels. And then I was like, oh, oh, my God. See and what the hollering the, is about. The doors blew off. And I had just started telling you about it. We were, like, covering all these other books. And I was like, well, maybe down the line, I really think we should cover Jessica Kane because what the figgity fuck? Yeah. And, um... And, I, and and so whenever we were giving spice ratings to previous books, I was just like, <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> this cannot be anywhere near a five. You haven't read Jessica Kane Jessica Kane is like a seven out of a five. And it's not always like the kind of spice you're like, you're like, I'm a little uncomfortable with this spice. <laughs> So. I mean, what's what spice if you're not a little bit uncomfortable with it? Yeah, the like, pain. Got mm, a little pain. Mm, got a little bit. Makes it better. Um, but yes, who are you? Uh, I'm a shell of a person. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm Jesse And I'm Rachel. And welcome to A, a Real, Real Bodice Ripper. We are a podcast that explores the delicious, guilty, and sometimes problematic pleasure that is found in romance novels. Are you laughing at my intro? Because <laughs> you said the word problematic. <laughs> what are these? Are these ones problematic at all? Do we think? I think there's some problems. I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, define problem. Define problematic. I'm sure some people would read these and wouldn't bat an eye. I'm sure. I'm sure some people would read Jessica Kane and would feel completely scandalized. Maybe need to book an extra therapy appointment. So we'll go from there. But wherever you're at right now, find a safe space. Find a safe space. Maybe um, put those earbuds in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would say if you indulge in the greenery, do it. If you indulge, <laughs> relax. Do some relaxing. And um, just know that 
there's probably some trigger warnings ahead. Yes. Um, but, like, I don't... Mm, it's, yes, trigger warnings, I mean, but, like... I trigger warnings. Um, yeah. And I think definitely with Jessica Kane and all her fabulous fun books, it's definitely written to push the boundaries. This is pushing into kink, ter- certain types of kinks. Mm-hmm. This is exploring um, kind of some of the taboo mm-hmm. sort of relationships between, you know, older men and... Age gap. Mm-hmm. Very young virginal women though they are always legal barely but they are legal <laughs> i think one of my notes is they're all 18 but like it, it, the air is very young and it's, mm-hmm. it's so it's like yes they are all 18 i i yes. obviously wouldn't continue reading <laughs> some of them are like a hair past it i'm pretty sure and suddenly his she mentions that she had just turned 18 like a couple days ago <laughs> but jessica makes sure to put that in her book so she you wants know. you to know that she's these she's are adults legal age adults and i feel like and i'm sure this could be contested but i i feel like a lot of it is like these it's insta love and we'll kind of get into all this we'll get it's insta love there's a lot of like i want you so bad no i want you so bad it's like there's not you know men hearing mine in their saying mine in their head as they take women that it was giving me some alpha dragon vibes oh yes (laughs) absolutely she should try writing a dragon but these were just daddies instead so they were wealthy daddies wealthy dragon daddies (laughs) So, yeah, I feel like, but we'll get into all that. But, yes, today we are covering, we're going to cover a couple books from Jessica Kane. Yes. Um, we didn't, I mean, to cover one would just, I don't think it. Yes. So, would, yeah. Yeah, there is Complete a wonderful senses, section of the romance genre, which are the romance novellas. Like, there's oh, you said that so fancy. Is that novella. how you pre- is that I don't know why I became weirdly, like, Latin sounding. No, I, I just, I'm, okay. Romance, romance, novellas. Well, yeah. Um, and go. they're, like, just little treats. Like, something that is anywhere from 50 to 150 pages long. So you're not sitting down for a whole book. It's just a nice, short story, but still full of more sex than you would ever find in an actual full-length novel is what seems to be the theme with these. These are, they are packed with a punch of sex. Oh, yes. And so we are doing a spectacular, spectacular. (laughs) Yes. Of Jessica Kane. Of Jessica Kane. Right. We're going to do kind of a little cornucopia. Huh? A sampling. A sampling of the Jessica Kane books we read. And... I I admit I've read a lot of Jessica Kane because I was just like morbidly fascinated. I do the deep dives for y'all, mm-hmm. and um, so I've read these ones we read today. I kind of took Rachel to the dark side. <laughs> um, well, and for me, it was a matter of I went slower with them because none of them are available on audiobook. Yes, right. So that always takes me longer, especially right now. I'm doing a lot of driving, so you... anything that's on audiobook, I have gotten through. Like that. You, you need your smut read to you. I need it read to me loudly in my car on the freeway. You know what? If you live in a big city where there's a lot of traffic, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Because yes. you either listen to podcast or you listen to a romance novel. Yep. <laughs> and I highly recommend the romance novel. As long as you can kind of get past, like, the fact that it is read out loud to you, that actually is kind of... 
I, not that I'm an exhibitionist or anything, but it's kind of Ooh, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, so, uh, I mean, if Jessica needs anyone to read her novels and make them into audio format, if I'm If she's here. looking for an audiobook orator or actress. Yes. I Let me just slide my number across the table to her. Rachel, I'm here everyone. for you. I will do it because... I'm having a lot of fun with your books. <laughs> I got to hear you read some of the parts out loud when you were like sitting on my couch yes. and I was like dying because it's just different to hear it said out loud. Mm. So um, what books are we covering today? So we're covering four different books. We are covering one of her best known books is called Suddenly His. And then we are covering his prized pupil, their summer intern. And then lastly... <laughs> The gem <laughs> preacher man. <laughs> and I don't know if we read that in a certain order, but yeah, I mean, I started with preacher man. So I, I found that was the one that was the most like crazy to me and intense. <laughs> and as I was reading that, I was like, I cannot believe these. Ah, where are we going with these books? Because it was a lot. It was a lot. You're um, B-read right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, Preacher Man. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was big, you guys. It was big. There was a they pretend are. priest and the age difference and weird mother walking in on sex and <laughs> then them just having sex in front of a congregation. And uh, yeah, it was it's, a lot. It's like a bodice ripper hot pocket. It is. It's like layers and layers of flaky crust and then a molten center and it just explodes. Yes. And, and you might find yourself feeling a certain way after yeah. ingesting it. Just um, slightly terrified, but also interested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that's the one I started with. And that was actually the last one that you read um, because yeah. we were trying to find ones with different themes. She has certain themes that she falls into. There's so there's patterns like and I so I will say that like I think you can tell a lot about somebody by asking them okay what Jessica novels worked for you <laughs> or where did you start reading Jessica like mm -hmm. what was the novel that you were like yep that's the one I want because mm -hmm. I feel like you know mine was his prize pupil. <laughs> Um, yeah, his Price Pupil was the second one I read, and that's when I was like, I understand now more, because <laughs> this is my jam. Well, and I think we also both have a thing for Tom Hiddleston. <gasps> a little thing. And she wrote she a line specifically where kind of said he looks like Tom Hiddleston, and I think if I wasn't going to finish this little book before, I was certainly finishing it invested now. Invested then. I was 100% take my money invested. <laughs> Yes, yeah. So. And and there's something about the the main guy in his prize pupil that was more my speed than like a gruff preacher man that's actually a ex hitman in disguise. Oh yeah, I couldn't <laughs> I didn't know how to deal with that one. I and we'll we'll get into else, but I really like Jack from Suddenly His. I also yes. thought he was funny. Very wolf on Wall Street. Yes. Very so. very and <laughs> I feel like she's very straightforward with the characters and their flaws. Yeah. They have tragic backstories. Very We're tragic. We're meant to cry 
And there's a reason why these people are so fucked up and in these fucked up situations. We need to cry about it, and then we need mm-hmm. to fuck the pain away. We need to fuck the pain away, and we need to heal each other through our love. Insta-love. So that's what I'm... So, okay. I... Why don't we read about the author, and then I'm going to break down what I think a Jessica Kane formula is. Stay tuned. Perfect, perfect. All right, so here's what we could find about the author. Um, Just being – so I'm not talented at the deep dives. I probably should have sicked Alex on this. You're not a hacker. No, I'm not a hacker. I'm not an (laughs) FBI agent. I bet Alex probably could have, like, broken down some barriers and found some things. But Jessica – is very good at just being very anonymous. <laughs> right, we don't know who Jessica Kane is. We have who no idea she? who what is does she? she look like. Maybe she's a man. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe, she yeah. is is her name Jessa? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that's a pen name. I feel like that has to be a pen name. Otherwise, she couldn't hide in plain sight the way it's she like does. It's like one syllable away from my name. So yeah, maybe maybe yeah. it's just a maybe. I'm not Jessa. I swear. <gasps> I, I know, had I suspicions. <laughs> Jessie. This is just so that everyone will read your books. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. But no, anyways, so it's a very vague about the author. Jessica Kane has published 42 romance books, and she isn't slowing down. No. Many books belong to erotica and new adult genres and are set in contemporary times. Her writing regular fe- regularly features alpha males and virgin heroine protagonists. <gasps> a very well-liked series by Jessica Kane is the Rags to Riches books, which honestly I feel like fits most of her, like... Yeah. Like, most of the heroines are poor, They're down struggling. on their luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through their love, they meet a wealthy man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And um, she also has a new adult series featuring age difference, virgin heroines... Insta love and erotica tropes. This quite problematic. Oh. A second highly rated series in the contemporary erotica, She's Too Young novels, tagged as Virgin Heroine, New Adult Insta Love, and Super Rich Hero. So that's kind of Yeah. I, I heard some things about that book, but I don't know if. I don't we know didn't dive into that. We, one no, we did not dive into it, but. So proceed with caution. Proceed with caution. Uh, the highest rated books are hefty. Breaking the Bully, Caught by the Convicts, and Burly. <laughs> Jessica Kane's latest book is Caught by the Convicts, published on July 11th of 2021. You really put something together. And you can find her online at jessicaneauthor.com. She's got a newsletter. What's her tagline? Can you remind me what the tagline is? Satisfying. Yeah, or something. It's it like, like simply satisfying or something. Yeah, like <laughs> if you go to her website, there's not much bio there, but it definitely says satisfying. And like, yes. So. <laughs> so that's what I could scrounge up by way of a bio. So tell me, what makes a Jessica Kane novel? Now, this is just my little opinion, um, but there's some certain elements that you know, make up to me one of these novels. One is, like, everyone's an adult. And yes. most of the time, adulthood is new for some of our characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you know, the idea of being 18. Um, insta-love has to occur. Yes. So these, um, the alpha heroes are usually not only just insta-love, I mean insta-obsessed. Yes. Like, I would fall on a fucking sword for you. Mm-hmm. Immediately. I've known you 48 hours, but I see, 
like the light of my children's eyes in your gaze. Like it's yes. just I it's, already see them growing in your belly. And they say it too. And um, it kind of it, it verges on stalker sort of situation. She literally often. has a book called My Husband, My Stalker. Yeah. Or something like she my has, I think that's a series of like three books and it's My Husband, My Stalker, My Something, My Stalker, My Something Else, My you got Stalker. A lot of stalkers. So, yeah. Um the other thing, so there's insta love and then there's usually a big bad threat to that love. Oh no. Yes, there's usually a big bad threat to that love and it threatens them being together forever capital F. <gasps> and the alpha is like not on my watch. I just found the love of my life. You're not going to take them away from me. I will do whatever it is in my power because I'm usually filthy rich He's to stop you. Like I will call the SWAT team in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instantaneously. I, Inst- I just found out about this. Five minutes, I'll have the SWAT team here. I've got the commish, the police commissioner on the speed dial. And he's yes. coming in. We got this. And I'm going to blow a, ro- a hole through the house. And I'm going to fuck the, the, my lady on the floor in front of you. Yes. And then cut to five years later and we're having babies. <laughs> that is like, honestly. Okay. And then, yes. again, yeah, another element. Lots of fucking. Mm-hmm. Lots of fucking. So, you yes. know, all sorts of fucking. Yes. Um, and uh, enthusiastic breeding, mm. which is a term that I, I I wouldn't have worded it that way, but I was listening to this other really amazing podcast called Faded Mates, and they did a whole um, thing on Jessica Kane. They had like a roundtable of authors talking about wow. this. It's a very fun listen. You should listen to and Faded so Mates. so they introduced you to the idea. And we I did, believe we so. We talked about it in our last episode, I think we Chatted about the breeding. <laughs> yes, because it doesn't, not every romance novel has to end with someone being pregnant. Unless it's a Jessica Kane novel, in, in which case, in which case, she better have at least a second on the way, if not a third. <laughs> they just have and the nannies, the poor nannies that work <laughs> for the these help. families <laughs> that has to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another another um, theme in Jessica Kane books is the opposite of the daddy kink. Um, mm. There's a lot of uh, age play. <laughs> yeah, well, and yeah. There's, so the age gap exists. It's definitely it's, it's there. Literal, it's always the literal, literal age, age gap. gap. But then they also really like to verbalize the daddy, little girl, angel, baby girl. Yeah. It, there's always some sort of pet name, and it's like there's, there's some play with that. Mm-hmm. So another thing that's really popular is – two different walks of life trope like very mm-hmm. much usually like he's kind of wealthy and she's you know working her way up and trying to pay for college you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. um so it's like you kind of get these things but i mean again if any of this sounds like is lighting up things in your head or your heart or other parts of your body <laughs> you know you do you it's um, here for you yeah that, that's here for you jessica kane is maybe an author you want to check out and they're just digestible like mm-hmm. all these books you could you know if you really put your mind to it and you're not sitting on your friend's couch while they're yelling at you um <laughs> like i am to rachel you could probably finish it in like an hour and a half <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or um, if you really want um we will create a patreon mm-hmm. and if you are on a certain tier rachel will read to you Things. I will read to you sexy books. I will. Can we do that? Is it like we can legal drama if you read sexy books? I don't know. I don't know. Table Maybe, that idea. What, what if you write some sexy scenes and then I read them? Ooh, okay. I mean, like, wow, if you're out there and you want to hear that, let me know. I mean, <laughs> that's a specific kink as well. Yes. <laughs> like, welcome to story time, children. 
so yeah, um, that's just some notes I had kind of at the get-go of like what makes up these books. But yes, we'll obviously get into each one. Which one do you want to start with? Like which one well, do we had? Where we should begin? we give some ratings? You're right. I'm getting ahead of myself. Just overall of the selection, not not for each book, because honestly. All these books can be rated <laughs> at the same level, pretty much. Yeah. But we do have our, ra- our ratings for you so that you know what you're getting involved in. Based on our opinions, which are important. Ah, oh, such important opinions. You're here to hear them and listen to them, and we hope you enjoy them. And never question them. Never. Never question authority. And we are, oh, we're like dumb. We are so dumb <laughs> right so- now. <laughs> Uh, you see, I'm practicing being an alpha so that I can train my dog better. So <laughs> this is really funny. This is yeah. new and different. It's fun for to me. watch you train uh, little Dulce. <laughs> I'm not like, used yeah, to this. Everyone, Rachel came over to my house the other day, and um, Dulce was being crated and crate training, and then she started like barking, and so then Rachel like took this stance. It was like she kind of like bent over, like she was like. Like a kind of like an you I know, was looming uh, over her and, and making she, eye contact. Yeah, and then you were like, "Stop!" And then you like had to like slowly look at her and, and go slowly advance creep. toward her until she broke eye contact and submitted. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If that's not foreplay, I don't <laughs> know, know what, what is. is. <laughs> yes. So yes. Uh, so now that I'm a dom. Um, we, you care about my opinions, and starting at the top of the opinions is spiciness. How do we rate the spiciness of these books? Um, like I said, it's like a 10 out of 5. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my, the thing that sprung to mind for me is ours go to 11. Um, <laughs> it's a very s- specific reference, but if you know, you know, spinal tap. <laughs> Why not just make 10 louder? Oh, no. Ours go to 11. (laughs) Yes, exactly right. Um, So very spicy, and there is a lot of kink and very specific taste in it, but just the sex itself, it is really hot, I think. I think, yeah, I think certain books were hotter than others. Certain things were... I have certain preferences, so yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. 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 But, but yeah, definitely lots of sex. Like you're you're reading a fifty, seventy, or a hundred page book, and there is a lot plot. of sex. It's porn with plot. Porn with plot. Yes, and it's like more complicated plot than you would find in just a regular porno. So it's like it's a little bit more elevated. I think another thing they might have said in that Faded Mates podcast was that it's very much like an eighties action flick. Oh. But it's, like, got a lot of fucking in it. And I'm not exactly sure how that's it, but that's what I took away from that. And I really co-signed that. Like, it's very... Like, action. die hard. It's kind of... Yeah, it's, like, fuck hard. Die fuck hard. hard. <laughs> but renamed fuck hard. Like, there's a lot that <laughs> like, goes on, and you're kind of, like... It really... Some of them are very much about, like, the fucking and, like, the mm-hmm. dynamic between the two. And then others, like, suddenly his has more of a plot with her yes. being kidnapped and the whole... Exhibitionism yes. beginning, so. Whereas the pupil one, I felt, was a little bit lighter. Yeah. It's just about them getting together. Getting together and, and like, realizing. maybe there's some light. Come what know. may. They're yeah. come what may. They're, they're going for the gold. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking about 80s action films, tropes. <laughs> Again, I think we're at a 10. It goes yes, to 11. It does go to 11. It is... Jessa has found her tropes that work for her, mm-hmm. and she leans hard into them. And 
especially if you are into these things, it's just going to be satisfying to read it. It's gonna, I mean, which is her tagline. It's going to come through. Right. If these are some, any of your <laughs> it's flavors, come through. if any of these are your 31 flavors, you're going to be quite satisfied. Yes. Maybe you will come through <laughs> wow. as well. <laughs> Good one. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So very tropetastic. And we've already kind of listed what a lot of those tropes are. And I'm sure we will explore them more momentarily. Yes. Uh, but overall. Mm-hmm. Overall, like... I liked some more than others, um, so I would have to give it, like, a three or a four. I'm not sure mm-hmm. where I land. But um, some of the story like, was not interesting, and I also was like, eh, this isn't even my flavor, so whatever. It's just interesting to read. But then mm-hmm. others, I was like, oh, this is actually, like, a fucking hilarious little action-packed, like, you know, yeah. smut book. You know, I'm, I'm into it. It's, it's, yeah. it's fun. So, And I would agree with that. I kind of put it as a four because... What I guess my thoughts on it is that it's these are very specific for what they're giving you. They're giving you something light but sexy and like easily digestible. Are the plots top notch? No, <laughs> they aren't. Um, but I I don't know. They're still entertaining enough. They're engaging enough. So it definitely rates as a four to me on a different way than if yeah. I'm looking at like something that is very plot driven mm-hmm. and involved, like for what these are for the short romance erotica novellas solid four, I think for me. Right. And I, I think, yeah, it's like, we have to remember there's, they're shorter in length. They have a very specific purpose and mm-hmm. it's not to like, convince you of any realism here or to create a world building you know exactly what you're getting into and she she checks the box like let's put that way she like i i get it i when i'm done reading these novel novellas i definitely i i know who these characters are like i feel like they're they're pretty developed Uh, preacher man the heroine in that wasn't super developed for me but yeah, yeah. Pre- Preacher Man had a different vibe than all mm-hmm. the rest. I feel like, which is mm-hmm. so it was weird having that be my first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so which which one? Oh my God, where do we even start? Where do we even start? So do we want to start from the tamest, or I mean, and then what would be your tamest out of this list? I, well, for me, the tamest. Well, let's all be honest here. I didn't get to one of them. The you- it was the summer intern. Their summer intern, which is one yeah. of the famous ones. And that one, I mean, I actually really want to read it because I'm so intrigued by the whole step sibling dynamic that's happening there. Like, I'm like, oh, no. It's like a car crash that you can't look away from. I'm like, this is not. Like, you know, no, oh, no, but I can't stop watching. So I will definitely be getting to that one. Um, I will say that one, in my opinion, is not as tame as, like, His Prize Pupil. Yes. His Prize so, Pupil, to, to me, me, is a little... I was going to say His Prize Pupil, one of my favorites, was one of the most tame, I would say, of the three that I mm-hmm. read. Yeah. So do we... I agree. And that was the first one I read, and we can start there. Yeah. Let's start with some Tom Hiddleston, <sighs> photography professor... Sexy hot times. There's so much fun to unpack here, too, because <laughs> we, as you were reading it, we were just having a blast. It was a <sighs> scream, laughing at kind of some of the things that happened between these two characters. Yeah. So this is ultimately a story. It's, you know, as the title would suggest, about, like, a teacher and a student. But it's it's blurred. I mean, it's... it's. But 
it, it almost seems story like starts before that it relationship does because she is you know young what's her name alana yes I think alana's so. starting community college and doesn't have the money so she has to you know sell her virginity as one does when they are like <laughs> how am i gonna pay my tuition you sell your virginity, everyone. This yeah. is what we do. I mean, she was doing what she had to do, and um, she was extremely nervous. Her and her friend did it together, who her friend is named Ripley. Ridley, yes. And she has her own book. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they end up, you know, kind of, you know, getting, uh, con- she gets connected to this guy who's who's the main character, who's the hero who's going to buy her virginity. Yeah, and she kind of went into it knowing that, a daddy type person was going to buy the, kind her. of the matron of, of the this establishment. Yeah, I don't know. It was like a bra. I don't know what it was, but it was yeah. It was like some sort of establishment where that would occur. And you know, she tells her, she pulls her side and says, "Hey, by the way, this guy has a certain, you know, perversion of sorts. He has a kink, and you should know ahead of time." And she was like. Yeah. What does this mean? And she's like, listen, I don't have time to tell you this. And I think. But she the, gave her a short rundown. She gives a short rundown, which is like, a father is someone who falls asleep at your dance recitals. Mm. And a daddy is someone who buys you like a diamond necklace. And what was the other part? I know like, what you're talking about. I'm finding uh, it because it is delicious. It's a fantastic little sum up. Which, okay. There's a lot of great dialogue in these books. I have so many highlights, you guys. Right now I'm just scrolling. Furiously scrolling through, through them. And I have, uh, like, I mean, especially with the pupil one, I have done yeah. so many. Okay, so. A father is an accountant in a sweater vest who yawns through your dance recitals. A daddy pulls your hair, fucks you on your hands and knees, then buys you a pretty necklace. There's a difference. You're allowed to enjoy it. (laughs) And he certainly will. (laughs) So, yeah, guys. Exactly. So, yeah, I was like, okay, turn the page. I don't even have a daddy thing. And I was like, well, that. And that sounds hot. And I think one of the things to me that was kind of really enjoyable about this, because she had all her heroines, like, being 18, all the daddies in this Why do you pronounce daddy with the D-Y-A-D-D-Y? That's that's what makes, you have to put the Y in. That's what makes it the sexy form of daddy and not just a daddy. So there's a daddy and there's a daddy. I I mean, I see where you're coming from. Yes, but I think we understand if you just say daddy at this from this I point. I feel like going, I have to say daddy because it's my favorite. We'll <laughs> process that more later. Okay. I, no. So, and honestly, I think I got that in a different podcast, which was a true crime podcast called Wine and Crime. Highly recommended to everyone. Fabulous, fabulous podcast. And um, every time this one, one of the hosts, Amanda, does it every. The other girls are just like, no, don't. And I'm like, yeah, I like the way she says that. Okay. okay. I was going to say, because I kind of feel like it makes it sound not sexy. Well, <laughs> it makes it feel dirty. It makes it oh, feel. Oh, it? Okay. Well, that's what, in my mind, it's what makes it sound kind of dirty. And you're saying it bratty and childlike. And yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Okay. Well, listen, for now, you, you do what you have to do. I'm going to do me and you can do you. I will daddy. You will daddy. I will daddy. So anyway, yeah. So that's so a great saying, line. Yes. That's a great line. So it's a great line. And one of the things that's interesting, I think, that makes these enjoyable to me is because all the heroines are fresh turned 18, all the deities are um, 
like 35 years old. And I'm like, okay, a 35 year old billionaire. Okay, that's good. (laughs) That works for me. If it was like a 60 some year old with these 18 year olds. Yeah. I don't think I would be that into it. I don't think I'd like it as much. Like anything that would qualify as Dietty age for me, I'm like, no. All right. No, thank you. <laughs> so even though I say it in that super sexy way, <laughs> I see, I see. I'm not particularly into that. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, it goes there. So Alana has to sell her virginity and she ends up meeting Gavin. 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 I see. And you were like, kind of like, I don't know about these names. And I was like, I feel like they're from medieval Europe. (laughs) (laughs) Gavin and Alana. Um, But yes, they meet each other in this way. And she is pleasantly surprised to find out that there is a man without saggy balls that is waiting for her. Yeah. She's like, he's hot. He looks like Tom Hiddleston. He looks like... My man of the hour right now. Yes. I mean, he's been there for forever, but it's like extra heightened now because now TikTok has been overcome by everyone else obsessing about him too. So I'm just like, I can't even handle this obsession anymore. (laughs) While you were in your uh, last thing today, I was talking with Alex. I was trying to convince her that Tom Hiddleston is sexy. (laughs) I kept just showing her things. I'm like, look at this. Look at this. He's so sexy. (laughs) What about now? How about now? How about now? Look, he look is. At, He's attractive. Look at the muscles. Look at the hair. Look He's at attractive. And I think it just especially like Loki's attractive. So oh, yes. So she meets him, and so okay. And then we have to like we see from Gavin's point of view because it's kind of like one of those. She's like a lot of romance books. One chapter is Alana's point of view. One chapter is Gavin's. Yes. And we see from Gavin's point of view that he's dealing with some pretty big shame around this kink he has, yeah. and he's like, "Forget it. I'm just gonna get it out of my system, and then I'll be done. And I'll be done with it. Of course, this obviously doesn't work. No, and because insta love." Well, because when he sees Alana, she's got two different colored eyes, and she's she's oh, okay. different. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so there's these interesting ways in which Jessa kind of, like, creates her characters to try to build them out more fully. Yeah. And just sometimes they end up being the funniest things to me. So mm-hmm. in this case, Alana is into photography. That's what she wants to major in. She likes to photograph funny things things to her that she finds amusing like a bridesmaid's dress being stuck in her panties that's so funny a squirrel (laughs) stealing someone's lunch oh my gosh (laughs) it's so funny yeah and um our photography professor gavin which we don't know yet but you find out he's a photographer i mean you kind of know instantly (laughs) the minute she says that she wants to go to school in photography i'm like well I know it's been set up here. We all know that. We all know that. We all know they're going to. But he likes to photograph unique and unusual things. Which is like every photographer. I know. But no, this is special to him. This is Gavin. Okay. Tom Hiddleston. Sorry. This is what he likes. And you see her eyes. She has that dichromatic. What is that? I don't know what it's called. It's a magical thing where you have two different colored it's eyes. It's really cool. Sounds it's awesome. Beautiful. Um, and so he is just instantly taken with her. That is so unusual. And, and he likes unusual things. And he likes taking pictures of beautiful, unusual things. And that is what she is, you guys. That's what she is. It's like she was a perfect little gift with that virginity and mm-hmm. that freshly turned 18 and those unusual eyes. Instant love. And, like, they're, you know, so they're, they have this, like, little bedroom where they're going to consummate this transaction. And 
it's like at first he's like not super open. He's like, I don't know how to approach this. He's like, she's like, I hear you like this. And he's like, yes, is that okay? You can leave. Um, and that's another thing I will say is that there's a lot of times where the men in these books are kind of like weirdly protective and like would like, like, for example, he kind of was like, it's okay. We don't have to do this. And she's like, I want to. You know? Yeah, they're never forcing Yeah, kink. It's, not, it's not a lot of so force. There's definitely consent there, but what's also interesting is there's the extra layer of a lot of times the woman's consent is also coming along with the fact that maybe she's selling her virginity for a greater purpose. So she's like, I don't necessarily know that I would do this without that, but it's really important to me that I make my tuition money. Also... So because of that, I'm an enthusiastic yes. Yes, but also... They just also kind of feel it as well. There's, like, something oh, yeah. that the it one character, uh, yeah, will awaken in the mm-hmm. other one. So she's finding herself kind of curious about it. So, of course, they fuck with Wild Abandon. Oh, so good. And he's So they good never, that he needs to buy more time with her. I forgot. How does that go down? But I know that he finishes inside of her, which is they always, like, make sure to let you know. That he's not, like, using a condom or anything. He's... <laughs> He's just finishing inside. And I'm like, always like, oh, okay. Yeah. But whatever. They're going to be fine. Okay. As we see at the end of the books. It's um, going to be fine. Everything's going to be this fine. This is what they need. Yeah. Like, well, usually it's like all the women, it's like their pussies are so good that like you can't, how could you expect them to pull out? I, he, yeah. Like, that's just, it makes no sense that they should have to come anywhere but inside them where they can create babies. Yes. Again, if that's part of something that's one of your flavors, you will be pleasantly surprised with all these books. Yeah. And I will say, like, I don't know. Like, there's something very fulfilling about having someone come inside you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally filling. Uh, but also fulfilling. Um, but, yeah. Like, and they've just met these people a lot of times, like, yeah, the fact that they just, because of that connection, they're like, and we're just not using protection this time. It's an interesting choice, but also but they're in magical realms where we, it's okay. Yes, that's another thing about these novels. You have to kind of just, this is a fantasy. Yes. Like, she writes fantasy. Yes. You know what I'm Satisfying. saying? Satisfying. Satisfying sex fantasy. So, like, you know, yes, in an ideal situation, there would be like, okay, let's use a condom. But in these ones, the women just have magical vaginas, and it's like not happening. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. way, no how. And it's, yeah, the magical vagina is, and he's magically going to be the right person for the rest of her life, despite the fact that she is 18, fresh. You keep mentioning <laughs> She's 18. <laughs> always. But that's always. There's never a 19-year-old. Never a 17-year-old. No, I've read some where they're, like, okay. in their 20s. What? Mm-hmm. I haven't found those yet, so. That One's is. called um, Daring the Doctor. Oh. And she's finishing up her bachelor's degree. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, in the ones we read, she's 18. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a thing. (laughs) It was so magical. He rushes off to pay for more time with her. And he's like, stay here. I'll be back. Oh, yeah. And he runs off to pay the madam more money. But then Ridley comes to her door crying (gasps) and is like, we have to leave. And there is... You guys, there is a backstory here. And I I feel like I'm going to have to find the book where the backstory lives, but basically Ridley has her own book that's telling her perspective because she is also selling her virginity, but she's in love with her uncle. And it's so, a step uncle. It's a step uncle. 
It's a step uncle, but she's arranged so that she is selling her virginity to the step uncle. And so all you know at this point is you're like, well, she's clearly like had her interaction with him because she also wore a mask during hers. She didn't want him to know it was her, but she wanted to fuck him. Yes. And and what we got from Gavin's point of view is he came there with the step uncle to kind of do this thing. And he's like, oh, my friend is here to, like, try to get this redhead out of his system that he shouldn't have. And Ridley is a redhead, redhead, who he, in quotes, should not have. (laughs) Um, Exactly. So you know that, like, he's feeling it, too. So the fact that she, like, shows up in tears, you're like, what happened? What went wrong? I need to know. I need to to read Ridley's book. I forgot what Ridley's book is called, but, yes, you can find it out there. Yeah. It's, it's another there. The Jessica. answers are waiting right around the riverbend. Exactly. And you can probably figure it out in an hour's time. Yeah. Because <laughs> the books are so short. Yeah. So he comes but back. She, she doesn't want to leave. She doesn't want to leave quick. She's a supportive best friend. She's a good girl. She is. Ultimately, she's just a good girl who's starting college and wants to take pictures of lulzy stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> good for you. I don't know if you have a lucrative career ahead of you, but you can make memes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, so like, yeah, Alana leaves and she she unfortunately has to fuck off. And he goes yep. back and he is shattered. She has left. I just died in your arms tonight. Oh. Like, he's dead inside, like, and also he's like, of course And he tried to get her information, but he couldn't. He's never going to see her again. Yes. And, and at the same time, Alana later was trying to get information from the madam about him. Like, so they're both <sighs> trying to get to each other, but the madam is a very gone. good madam. She said, nope. Mm. Nope, nope, I feel nope. like at that point you see them both trying to get in touch with each other and you're like, maybe I'll try to help this Come happen. on, throw them a bone. They should have gone on Craigslist and done the misconnection. Misconnection! <laughs> oh my goodness. I totally wanted to do that the other day. <laughs> Sorry. After going to Universal Studios and having a weird moment with a random guy and I was like, I need to go on misconnections. Rachel? Yes. State your misconnection right now <laughs> for our entire audience of 450,000. So, uh, so you guys... We're at Universal Studios, and we're waiting in the line to go on the Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I'm already sweating. Oh, my goodness. And in behind us in line was this guy with his groups of friends. And, like, I definitely noticed him right away. You know, where you just, like, kind of have that Why? awareness. What was so attractive about him? I mean, he was attractive looking. Okay. Um, but I also noticed that he was, like, listening to everything I was saying. I don't know. There's ways you can just tell. He was listening to you. The bar is in hell. Keep going. Yes. (laughs) And so, uh, like, we kind of get in, and when we go inside, me and my cousin Jesse sat in the non-moving seats because we had just eaten a veritable feast at the Three Broomsticks. Important detail. And you see, we once died by going on one of these motion (laughs) rides after eating a giant meal. So we're like, okay, we're going to do this, but we're going to do it in non-moving seats. And he ended up sitting right behind us. And then he asked me, he's like, the non-moving seats, eh? So he talked He totally fucking digs you. Totally digs me, guys. (laughs) And so like, had a little talk back and forth. And they're like, okay. Um, And then went through the ride. And as we're exiting, then like, he like, came by and he said, like, I didn't catch all of what he said, but he said something that I think he was trying to be sexy about like, the motion of the ride. I don't know. I don't know. It seems sexual. (laughs) 
Okay. And I was like a little bit flustered at that point because you guys, I don't have game. I have no game. <laughs> but I, I understand. Remember, it. remember when I I couldn't talk to Kylo Ren? Yes. And you were just flustered by his presence, and I was just like, uh huh. And like then he was swept away in the crowd by his groups of friends. And then my friend Chris comes up to me. And he's like, Why were you talking to the hot boy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, because I want him. <laughs> but anyways, so misconnections, like, so, if you're out there. <laughs> so basically, okay, here's the breakdown. Okay. This dude eavesdropped on your conversations yes. for like 40 minutes in a Universal Studio line. <laughs> then he said, Most non-moving seats, eh? What's and then going he made a here? vague sexual comment at you and then left. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Magical. <laughs> I just don't forget to invite me to your wedding. <laughs> You guys, I just, I don't need commitment right now. If you were on the Kung Fu Panda ride in the month of (laughs) July, if you just want to hang out for a fun night where we have a little deity play, no, not that, not that, I'm kidding. Oh, yeah, you went there. Okay, anyway, so back to the real story Back to the real story, which is Alana and Gavin's love story. So, of course, they do see each other again. And on where? his first day of class. Because he's a fucking teacher and she's his fucking student. Because he's a photography fucking teacher and she's a photography fucking student. Oh, Gavin. She was in the front row. He was behind his podium and he's like, I cannot move from this podium because I now have a massive heart on. For Alana. The amount of times that... Well, so okay, so it's this one and Preacher Man. It was two in a row for me where the guy ends up with a massive heart on. Behind a podium in front of an audience, and he's like, I can't move from here, or otherwise everyone will see my massive heart on. You've I'm never so run big. into this problem? <laughs> I, I assume that's why podiums were created. To hide heart outs. <laughs> yeah, like a lectern, a podium, a dais. Like, you know, you fucking name it. They're there to block our groins. Yes. From our predilections. Yes. Anyway, yeah, so he's like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> oh. And he's like, at the end, he's like, Alana. You need to come to my office. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And I but was no. like, oh. No. Because then he kind of says how he's trying to get this job on the board. And then yeah. she instantly shuts down. He's got like big she, boy plans. She feels rejected. Of course. And he fucks it up. He fucked it he up. He fucks it up by telling her of a plan he's had in the works for years before he ever fucking felt her magical pussy. How? dare he and he feels fucked up over it like he can see like the light fade because she kind of comes into his office and is he like he loses Ooh. her trust in that moment <laughs> her trust it's a big thing it's a big moment because like she comes in the office like oh awesome it's we're you. gonna get it on teacher we're gonna get it on and like whatever will keep us on our- your desk yeah like doesn't she say like whatever will make it work and he's just like alana i'm trying to join the board <laughs> In his old man, 30-year-old no, voice. <laughs> I don't know. And so, like, but it's like, it's clear he's like, hold a tick, hold he's, a tick. I've got, so torn. I've got a five-year plan <laughs> to be on the board. Yes. And, and, you're and it's happening pussy. now. They're voting on it today, Alana. They're voting on it. And by doing that, by stating a dream he's had. He her, has ruined her. And he knows it, too. So she leaves like, oh. Okay, whatever, fine, you don't have to, or something like that. And then she leaves and fucks off because she's, you know. Yeah. yeah. And and then there's, like, a guy who kind of follows her, and he's yes. like, I'll kill him. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, uh, the classmate that's kind of into her? Yeah, the one who 
Because we'll tell you later, but okay, eventually transfers to the <laughs> University of Alaska. <laughs> okay, okay, you guys, we're getting sidetracked. We are, because we're, okay. we have what three other books to I feel like this might turn into a two-parter, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's going to Two-parter. Spectacular. Two, two books, spectacular. Two books per. We can do two books per episode. Yeah. Bam. Okay. We just tapped it, you guys. We just tapped It's official. <laughs> oh so, so, yes. So she, like, they decide to not be together. And they it's kind of killing him. It's kind of killing her. But he cannot keep away. Yeah, like, doesn't he, like, find her at a table outside? And he's she's, just, like, she's sitting there doing some photography. Photography? <laughs> funny things like squirrels. She's a virtuoso. And he, like, sneaks up behind her and he's like, these are your camera settings. Set it to this. <laughs> you don't remember what you said. Just you said the <laughs> I was going to say, like, set it to M5, exposure 62. <laughs> and she's like, okay. Okay. And you see, previous to this moment, she kept missing the funny moment with the squirrel. But with she his settings, it dialed it in. It was perfect. She <laughs> caught her perfect shot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I being too emphatic with my emotions? No one can see it. Only you. <laughs> it's just really great because I'm just like, she needs him so bad. <laughs> she, like, she can't be a successful photographer without him. Nope. He's important. <laughs> set it. Set your settings to manual. And that changed her fucking world. <laughs> He's like, take the lens cap. Polly, the lens cap. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, okay. And um, anyway, they have a little moment, and he, uh, like, I think he does some daddy stuff with her, like, where he kind of, like... He kind of feels her up in the quad. No, oh, no, he no, has, no, no, he, he gives doesn't. her orgasm with his words in the quad. yes. Orgasm with his words. Yeah, because he's like he kind of like playfully punishes her for teasing him or something like mm. that. And it's like this. Okay, okay so first of all, th- I-, I thought we were agreeing that like you're gonna join the board and I'm gonna be a normal person. But no, then he comes and finds her on the quad and like sex sexy talks her into yeah. an orgasm, and she's like, I can't be with you. You're and you're a real adult. You have a <laughs> you have a <laughs> box of baking soda in your. <laughs> Yes! That is what a real adult is. If you have a box of open baking soda in your fridge, adult status. You're like super adult, and he's yeah. like, guilty as charged. Yep, that's me. Like, he's like, yeah, I keep my fridge smelling basically fine. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing to invest in. Anyway, it's tension. So much tension. And she can barely stand it. She, like, wants him so bad. She wants him to be her daddy. She wants to be his little little baby girl or whatever mm-hmm. and he's also like why have the gods, fate, gods put me in this position <laughs> i don't care about anything and so then mm-hmm. then and then some dude comes over and he's like he's that same meathead from earlier he's like hey you gonna come to my party and she's yeah. like i guess and then of course she's definitely trying to make him jealous she is but like she doesn't have to try because she's like a little perfect sweet Heart she girl. has a perfect pussy, you guys. <laughs> Everyone knows it. So good. And the, the guy who hasn't even had it knows it. He's like after he's, her heart. He has no idea he's bound in Alaska. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> no idea. So, you know, of course, Gavin like picks up on this and he's like, You're going to a party. And she's like, Of course. And he's like, Oh, you he know. He tells her to stay home. 
doesn't he? Yeah, He's like, it's kind of like, better stay what are you home? doing, Gavin? Like, okay, like, let her have fun, you know? Like, she doesn't want to just always stay home with you. Because I'll know if you don't. I'll be watching you. <gasps> okay. And, of course, what she doesn't say at this moment, but what she admits later is this becomes like a challenge. She wants to know that she's watching. To, she wants to make him a little mad. Mm-hmm. So and she so, goes to the party. Of course she goes to the party and like she gets talks. Gets real drunk. She gets, she gets real drunk. She talks to about a true crime podcast, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> that moment. Okay. So during the party, <laughs> she talks about how she like connected with another person and talked true crime with them and I was like you are a murderino you have <laughs> listened to my favorite murder because that is their origin story mm-hmm. what are you doing but I had a moment where I was like mm-hmm. I see you Jessa I see you Jessa so yeah of course but I also feel like you know this is like an ad lib you like roll the dice anyone in their 20s is probably talking about a murder podcast at a party okay so and then she goes outside and she's wearing like this little like slip of an outfit right like yeah she's trying she to, to look sexy him. she is trying to be irresistible. just in case this professor that she sold her virginity to is following her which he most certainly is and she sees like a but broad yes. tangle she and she it. sees something flapping <laughs> something flapping she's like what I need to climb aloft you, upon this fence. If you're for not a better sitting view. on the edge of your fucking seat right now, oh my god, I don't know who you I, are. She climbs on top of a fence, is kind of balancing precariously upon uh, it. She obviously. focuses in her camera and she sees oh, it's a bra. <laughs> it's a bra that's flapping. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just call the MoMA now. Call all the art galleries you have this is it you have a prize piece coming your way which is a bra flapping in the wind millions of dollars will be spent on getting this original shot framed and hanging in your yes den you want to get your hands on this now because it's going to triple in value so of course what happens is she fucking blops and falls and hits her fucking head or something because she's drunk and trying to pictures of bras in comes Gavin. He's pissed. Oh, so angry. How dare she put herself in danger? How dare she risk anything? There should be no risk posturing in her life whatsoever. None. None. And so he kind of spirits her away. Get out of my way. Get out of Get my, out my way. way. He's like, I will save like, her. And ah, like, and pushing every, people. And these are all students from her class. And they're like, is that professor blah, blah, blah? And he's like, yeah, it's me. And he Get takes out of my way. He takes her out to his fucking Jaguar. <laughs> And proceeds to fuck her. Well, first he bandages her little knee. Because he has a first aid kit in his car. You don't? I I don't have a first aid kit in my car. I have a... You have a lot of things in your car, but you don't have a first aid kit. (laughs) You guys really need to see Rachel's car. (laughs) She she has like a litter box in there one time. I'm doing a lot of moving between places right now. Like, why is there a whole ass litter box? In well, and also fostered kittens. I know. I'm just, I'm kidding. I know. But you have a lot. I do have a thing where I can jump the car, adjust in case, which is the best name for a thing ever. <laughs> um, but I do not have a full on. You have to have. First aid kit. Listen up here. I'm going to put on my daddy hat and mm. I'm going to say. Daddy. Daddy hat. Daddy. <laughs> I say it because I'm not being serious. Mm-hmm. But you have to have a first aid kit. You have to have a flashlight. And you have to have all of your information ready to go. I have the information. But do you have it in like a little flip folder? I do. Okay, good. It's like a tiny little flip folder. Okay. It's there. It's ready. You can leave tonight. 
awesome. <laughs> but you but need I will not be able to bandage my wounds. You need a flashlight. I used to have a basic flashlight. Fucking, and if you're I've really, really on flashlight. it, you have a gallon of water. I do I do have water right now because I just do. went camping. Yeah, there <laughs> so you go. it's there. So. Um, but, you know, I did have a flashlight, and I don't know what happened to it, but I do have a new flashlight with a taser on it. My well, mom got me a flashlight with a taser. Like one end's a taser and one, one end's, end's a... One end's a taser, one end's a flashlight. Don't get it mixed up. <laughs> I know. I know. It's very loud. I haven't tried it on myself. I think my dad tried it on himself, but, you know, dads are weird. Yeah, tase yourself for fun. <laughs> so you... Apparently it's the thing, like, the cops have to do where they have to, like, mace themselves before they can mace, use mace on other people oh, that or something suck. so that, that you suck. know what you're inflicting. I don't know. That could go a lot of ways. I'm not even going to continue that conversation. <laughs> um, hmm. Anyways. So, yeah. He I, is an adult who has baking soda in his fridge. And a first so, therefore, aid kit he has a first aid car. in his car. And he bandages her knee, and then they're all t- flirty. And she's totally ignoring the fact that he just fucking followed her to this college-age party. She wanted it, though. She did. She did. She's like, she full-on like, says full it. seriousness, she did. She's like, why did I do this? Because I wanted to know that he was watching. Yeah. And he, like... Fucks her to oblivion, and guess who sees it? He looks up as they're fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Meeting him, plowing into her. He looks up, and there's the classmate. And rather than like reacting to this in a normal way, he just like glowers at the classmate into his eyes, like mine. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you guys, you guys, and he's just like. Oh, you know, like when you were in elementary school during PE, and they like had you start PE. Oh, sorry, they had you start PE class by going like this. So like stretching the legs of the butterfly, the butterfly leg stretch. (laughs) I was I was thrusting my hips forward as if I were a man. You look like you're doing a weird butterfly stretch. It's great thrusting. Okay, that's what I was doing. It makes sense, you guys. I, clearly, this should be a video situation because <laughs> everyone's missing out on a lot of golden. You things. really are. Like I'm dying over here. <laughs> anyway, okay, so like, yeah, he's fucking her. The dude from the meathead's watching, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And she's like screaming, "Daddy, daddy, daddy, daddy!" daddy. Yeah, and like Gavin's love it, and he's like, "Mine!" And then of course he takes her home because she's passed the fuck out because she's just. She's so overwhelmed. She's overwhelmed. She fell. She she scraped her knee and she got fucked real hard. She got fucking railed in a car. And now he's like, "Want to go home with me?" And so he brings her home, and like she's out, out. Like mm-hmm. he's like, "I want to take care of her. I don't just want to be her daddy. I want to like take care of her. I want to like tuck her into bed. I want to like put her in a bubble bath. I want to like cut up her little animal cookie crackers. <laughs> she's wanna, my baby girl. I want to like." Feed her a little alphabet soup. <laughs> Here comes the airplane. <laughs> oh, God. No. This is his foreplay. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what that is. I mean, I swear, like, I, and I'm, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not, there's, like. There's no judgment around this. No, there's no, like, but I'm, I'm judging, like, his intensity. Like, he's yes. just, like, woo. So, um, anyway, so he, like, yeah, and then he, I, what is it? He basically has to, oh, he fixes her camera all night. He does. He, this is when he kind of decides. He's like, "This is more than just sex. I'm like obsessed with her. Like I want and her I to need stay to have her forever. for the rest of my life. No one else. This is it. I yes. hope she's okay with it. <laughs> Maybe she gets to say. I don't think she does though. She's so he mine. stays up all night fixing her fucking camera, and then he like she wakes up and she's like, "Do you have coffee?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then they like, there's that fucking oh my god, bounce me. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Bounce me daddy higher faster. Oh. You guys. So basically, I think overall, like it kind of gets resolved. Like Despite him having this job that he's like, oh, I could never date a student being this, he gets that position on the board. Well, so, okay. No, but you have to... Oh. S- we're skipping okay. over a major part here. Oh, it's... Which is where, like, she's like, I like you, too. I want to be with you. And he was like, oh, Alana. And then she goes in his office and snoops around and finds that he denied the boy. They did vote oh, him yeah. in. First of all, he said no so that and he, he could be with her. no so he could be with her. He already made the decision. She was like, oh, my God, you're willing to give this all for me. Take me now, you mm-hmm. hunka hunk of burning love. Mm-hmm. And then he proceeds to be like, forget it. Like, this is it forever. You're mine. I'm going to put a ring on your finger. Mm-hmm. And then that comment he makes, which is like, and I don't care what they think if I'm going to marry you. And then what's the comment he makes? Which part? Oh, my I'm God. Sorry. The one where I know I like, see things where he talks about, like, how he loves her obsessively. He loves her obsessively. Oh, but then he says. When I get this belly. Good, good and, and round. round. <laughs> He's like, they won't be laughing then. Like, no. Talking about the entire student body. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he wants her, he's like, this is wife stuff. We're not just dating. You need to be my wife, and we are need We need to procreate now. Um, <laughs> she's like, what? Okay. Like, she's yeah. like, at first, like, what? But then she's like, okay. And, like, like, she has a moment where she's like, a baby? And I love his, like, responses. You could already be pregnant, Lana. Part of me knew exactly what I was doing in that brothel. Claiming your pussy and your womb that first night. They were already mine. You were already mine. Oh, my God. Claiming her womb. That's Which the next... is the enthusiastic breeding. Yeah, because she's into it, and they're happy. And so then it cuts to five years later, and there's always epilogues oh. in Jessica Kane's novels, and they're like, five years later. Always <laughs> five years later. Always. And I love, like, this one even has in the first paragraph... My obsessive professor hates it when I cover myself in our bedroom. <laughs> so they're still really leaning into the obsessive it language. It hasn't died. It, the, fire is, the fire is, is burning there. hard. And you know what? He particularly feels that way when she's pregnant, which she is for the <laughs> second time. Enthusiastic breeding. Enthusiastic breeding. So it, I find it often, it leaves off with them finding out they're per- pregnant, and then five years later, it's either they have their second or their third on the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they have to. They have to continue the line of succession. And she also makes a big point of also having another sex scene in the epilogue, because the children have not killed the passion their no. love is so intense. It also helps that, like, she's put out a very successful photo book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And he's, he's, not only did Gavin get on the board, they, like, begged him despite him dating a student, which is like, what? Okay. Yeah. Um, he he's, is now, like, the president. He's the president of the United fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty much, like, he owns planet Earth now. Yeah. And he makes every single dollar that's ever been created. Mm-hmm. And they hire this nanny, and they have everything they would ever want. She's got a studio, and, like, she probably makes pottery and, like, fucking, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, straight up, 
they have everything they would ever need. And so, like, they had these nannies. Every time in this fucking book, there's a nanny. And I just wanted, like, are you okay, girlfriend? Yes. Like, or guy friend, whatever whatever your gender is. I don't think this nanny is being forced to watch them have sex, like (sighs) some of our other books where the help... The help. The (laughs) staff? The the staff (laughs) is forced to watch them have sex because that's part of the kink. (laughs) Yeah, they receive a significant pay raise, I guess. But yeah. One thing I love is that throughout this whole book, like, there wasn't actually any talk about how large he is. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Except for we had to get in the epilogue. It had had to to be mentioned (laughs) that back when I was fresh from losing my virginity, I had no idea that Gavin was abnormally large until I overheard some fellow students talking about the average penis size of the American male, inspiring me to Google the statistics and find out that Gavin's nine-inch shaft was even more (laughs) impressive than I already knew. (laughs) And Do you remember what's after that? Yes, because I she loves sucking that cock so much. Oh, uh, she got the knee pads, <laughs> custom-made knee pads, right? This is to the make. The cock sucking easier and more comfortable. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, girl. But like, yeah, it was great. I when I read that, I was like, oh shit, she's really going for it. She's gonna. Yeah. It's like ergonomics. I feel like in the world where we are a super popular podcast and people. We're really sex positive into that. We have, like, custom knee pads <laughs> in I, our know, store. I wish we could. Yeah, I really wish we would. <laughs> which, check, which out our, the, check out our shop. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where we have our custom-made knee pads just for you. Yeah, but get them before they sell out. I threw my phone at the outrageousness of I, I did, too. I think I did, too. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so, But you guys... I loved this one. Like, especially after Preacher Man, I was like, ooh. This <laughs> it is was a palate cleanser for sure compared cleanser, to Preacher Man. <laughs> really sexy, all consensual, and yeah. It was fun, and I think there was just enough ridiculousness to it that it was mm-hmm. hilarious. Like, you're laughing, and you're like, oh, this is kind of hot, but you're mm-hmm. also kind of like, ha, 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 like, what the fuck, Alana? Like, yes. that does not, box of baking soda does not an adult make. <laughs> squirrel, wow. squirrel does not make photo. Does not make funny photo. <laughs> nope. So, okay. I feel like in the interest of time, we do have to go on to our next book. Yes. But if any of that sounds good to you, check out His Price People by Jessica Kane. It's real good, you guys. Just picture Tom Hiddleston the whole time. Exactly. If you picture Tom Hiddleston, you'll have no problem getting this book. If that's your flavor, mm. I feel like every time I say flavor, mm. you can drink because I've said it a lot. <laughs> so, which one should we move on to next? I feel like should we do suddenly his and then leave? Based on what you've described to me of the intern one, it sounds like suddenly his would be next. Yeah. So, so his summer, their summer intern. There's also his summer intern. Oh, she did. Yeah. She did their one. summer intern. Yeah, there's two different books. One is his summer intern. The other one's their summer intern. So, and there is the one that we were looking at, right? Yeah, there is the one where you kind of get the swords crossy stuff, and mm-hmm. um, sort of, but it's like it's more of a dynamic. It's there's three of them involved versus his summer intern. You're still in like that duo. Yes. So I think definitely suddenly his would go next. Suddenly his. Okay. I feel like I'm monopolizing, but suddenly his is probably my, like, 
the one of the Jessica Kane novels that I'm like, that one was everything I needed in a Jessica Kane novel. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. It's my second favorite of the three that I read. Because of you like Price Pupil. Because I really like Price Pupil. Okay. okay. Uh, but my second mm-hmm. favorite is his ever. I do like Jack. Jack is fun. Jack's the hero from Suddenly His. Yeah, so Suddenly His is fun because we've got this, like, <clears throat> we've got this young girl, young woman, she's trying to make her way in the world, and then enter this, like, extravagant billionaire named Jack, mm-hmm. and he's... Who she had no idea that he's been watching her. Right, she kind of falls into some trouble. <sighs> she's just going out for a night for fun with her her gal friends. Like, and for, okay, for the record, if you ever go out with your gal friends... <laughs> And you're like, okay, we're just going to go to a party. Like, yeah, girl, just put your fancy dress on. We're going to a party. And then when you you get get there, and they're like, oh, by the way, this is an auction. (laughs) And we're auctioning off your virginity. Again, we have, maybe there is a lot of similarities here. Yes, so like, the but it's like, they don't. But for them, I think her friends weren't virgins. No, they're not virgins. tried true into this, but they're like. They've done it before to make money. We see how you are struggling to make ends meet. Just auction off your virginity and you'll be set. Yeah, because you can make, um, so basically they took her out to this like party way out. I want to say this is set in Florida. Why do I think that? You know why? I think it's in New York though, because he talks about how like her recording studio at the end is in Manhattan. Oh, you're so right. Sorry. It does have a Florida vibe to it. So creepy. <laughs> Knowing we know about what's happened in Florida, actually, maybe that's okay. Anyway, we so love they, Florida. We do not judge anyone from Florida. <laughs> I don't judge anyone that's in Florida, but Florida as a concept. Yes. Um. Anyway, so yeah, they go out there, and it's like this big old mansion where a bunch of like rich old dudes buy, you know, sex, sex. partners. Yep. And you can auction off yourself for the night and make a lot of money. 20%. 20% and if you, you know, whatever. So that's how these girls are making it work. And mm-hmm. I say, you know what, whatever. Do what you gotta do. But the thing, what I didn't like was they didn't tell her beforehand. No, they didn't. They just brought her to this thing. And she's like, can I just watch? And they're like, I guess. Yes. You know that's not gonna fucking happen. But then once they're inside, <clears throat> the, the dudes doing the action, not good people. They're not good. They are seedy, very, very Gross, and older. they're like, "Ugh, you are being Nothing, off. you are a virgin, and that is that yeah. is opportunity. I feel like they can that is top it. dollar. Yes, they're like, oh, definitely, that one's getting yes. auctioned. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. And so, in comes Jack, who at this point we don't know about. All we know is there's Maisie. She's her name, Maisie, yes. and she cleans houses with her mom, who's a housekeeper, mm-hmm. and. Anyway, the point is what we learn is Jack is this extravagant billionaire and Maisie and her mom clean Jack's house. And that's well, how he Maisie met her. Maisie doesn't. Just her mom, her does. mom does. But she's he's seen her around. He saw her drop her mom off once. Once. That's all it took. And he was like, well, now I don't need to do revenge things against this old guy that wronged me. Now I need to stalk Maisie full time. Yeah, he's like, she is so beautiful. And so he's become quite obsessed with her. And, um, and she doesn't know. She has no idea. Never so, seen him. of course, when she gets brought up on stage, one of, like, his goons, Jack's goons, calls him. He's a him. private investigator he's a, following her full time. I mean, he's going hard or going home, and he's definitely not going home. Yes. So the private investigator or whatever calls him, and he's like, 
And Jack is like sitting in a bathtub with a cigar. We're talking total wolf on Wall Street. <laughs> this guy is like, he's probably got in like lines 30s. of coke. You know, he's like, yeah, he's like a extravagant billionaire. And he's like, yeah, what's up? And like the guy's like, oh, Maisie's here getting auctioned off. He's like, what the fuck? And he's like, that's a disgusting Winston's club. Oh my God, I'm going to have to like join. I'm going to become a member right now by her. Yes. And I will say, he does not plan to like, cash in on that. He yes. he just wants her he to get out of He just wants to buy there. her so that she doesn't have to go through with any sort of act. So, so and he's like, I'm on my way, and he has to yeah. drive down there. And he kind of swoops in. And he's, he's, he's auctioned. $10,000. 10 million, Rachel. 10, 10 million. Dude, 10 million. I keep he's doing like that. on the phone telling him. 10 million. 10 million. He's like, basically, like the, the bids are going higher and higher because she's super attractive, of course. Again, and wait, a magical, magical pussy. Yeah. And he is like, higher, go higher, bid higher. And so it gets up to $10 million. Yeah. And then so Jack he comes gets in there. and he's just like, takes it from 2 million, whereas he's like, 10 million. Just he's really cocky. And he's really cocky. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. I thought he was funny. Like, he was like, oh, isn't it all past your bedtime? He's like, I'm still making money. All of you motherfuckers are about to die. Yeah. And he was like, so uh, let's 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 do it. Isn't it yeah. your bedtime? And you can't outbid me. I have endless resources. Yeah. And meanwhile, inside, he's like, oh, my God, Maisie, I just want you to be okay. I, I really like you. <laughs> you know? So, and she's just like, what? Oh, it's my mom's my mom's boss. Okay, yeah. why is he trying to give me ten minutes? So he wins, of course, mm-hmm. and then and he's like, "Okay, Maisie, let's, let's go. go home." And then the guns come out. The guns come out, and the guy, I think his name's Winston, Winston. is like basically like, "Oh, sorry, by the way, when it's like a first time." We watch you consummate it. We have to see it happen so everyone is implicated in this room. Right. We want everyone to stay real guilty. Yeah. And Jack's like, what do you want? You want more money? Like, I'll pay you more. So that we don't have to do that. Yeah, he's willing to protect her. And she's noticing. She's like, oh, wow. Why is he protecting me? Why am I Why am I cuddling up to him? Why do I feel so, mm-hmm. so protected? So he, like, you know, he's like, fuck, I guess we have to do this. Because they pull out guns. And he's like, we have to... Fucking from all these people. So he asks for a moment alone with her. Yes, he does manage to get her aside for a second while they finish doing all the auctioning. Mm-hmm. And he, like, kind of gives her a pep talk. Yeah, and I, I admit, like, I guess, like, if you had to do it, you would want someone to kind of be like, okay, here's a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to make this real good for you because we can't leave here alive if we don't fuck in front yeah. of this, this crowd of people. Just, just look at me. Just keep your eyes on me. Pretend mm-hmm. like no one else is here. Just stay focused on me. He's like, it's like the way she writes it is he's like doing her a favor. But in reality, it's like, poor thing. <laughs> and, and she's like, one thing, please don't come inside me. Right. Like, That's, I need your promise. Yeah, because I just started the pill. I started it literally like three days ago. And it's not active until like seven days in. So please, please. Please don't come and inside me. And his response me. is like, oh, my God. Like, he's so fucking How can you ask this of me? I'm a man. I need to be able to come whenever <laughs> I want. She's not saying, it's like, she's not saying you can't come. Just pull the fuck out. And you come know? all over my belly and my tits. Yeah, <laughs> do something creative with it. Shit. And, like, no. he's So he, he tells her, okay. I promise. Mark. Mark that. Mark okay. that. It's important. Mark that. It's important. 
because we all know this is if you fucking listen to five minutes of this podcast, you already know what's gonna happen. So <laughs> of course he kind of starts getting her a little ready and he like mm-hmm. wants their first kiss to be private and everything. Yeah. And and she's like He's attractive. Like, I mean, it could be worse, I guess. And she has weird feelings around him because her mother Mm -hmm. has always, like, said that she's drastically underpaid by him. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, this stingy billionaire can't even pay his staff, his house cleaner, what is a fair wage. She and wants to like him, but yeah, that that keeps get, that keeps yeah. her from like actually liking him. And, and the minute she was saying that, I'm like, this guy ain't stingy. He's paying so much money to stalk a, you all the time. I'm like, he's about to give you two mil, girl. So, I mean, not that like that should, you know, weigh in, but it's kind of like, well, I mean, he just, something he just connecting. Right. He just dropped 10 million. What's stingy? And to save you. Anyway, the point is that, of course, um, then people start filing in and I love this part because, like, he he knows he's lucky. He's yeah. basically like, every man in this room wants you, but only I get you. Yeah. And I'm going to savor it the fuck out because if any of these men try to get at you, I'm going to go to prison. Because <laughs> I'm going to murder them. I will murder them. And it's, like, in certain lights, kind of hot. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, mm-hmm. a little possessive. But it's, like, she's, like, okay. And he's, like, you need to just look at me and just hear me. Like, cover your ears. Yes. He has her cover her ears as he's, like, kind of coming on to her, whatever. They're doing the, the nasty, nasty. Yeah. And, like, there's a one point where when he finally, like, she gets naked on the bed, they just scream, Please open the bidding again. Please. Please <laughs> they want to fuck her so bad. She's so perfect, you guys. And he's perfect like, perfect virginal I pussy. Kill all of them. And he's like, I cannot. There's no way I cannot finish in that perfect fucking pussy. There's no way. And of course, he, you know, he has sex with her. She has she sex with responds him. well. Oh, she's enjoying it. She even like removes her hands from her ears. And she's like maybe feeling it. Kind she's maybe feeling like getting it, it on in front He's of her like, with Jack. I'm learning things about you. He's like, you're a little minx. Okay. Yeah. And so they have like a fun time. Definitely like he's like, you're mine now. And, and of she <sighs> comes. She comes explosively. And he, he comes. comes. Inside her. Surprise level at zero. He comes inside of her. <sighs> he can't be trusted. And he's, she's like, Jack, how could you? She slaps him. Yeah. Like, everyone filters away once they're done fucking. Like, oh, I don't care anymore. And boring like, now. <laughs> and, like, literally, she's, like, slapping him. And he's like, Maisie, what's wrong? He's like, darling, toots, what's going on? What's going on? What's going <laughs> and, on? Like, she's like, you, you promised. <laughs> You, you said you won't come on site. I want my two million dollars. You know, and he's like, meet me in my office. I'll give it on to you on Monday. On Monday, and she's like, Meet! and she like runs off. You know, and she's like, can't even pay my mom. And he's like, what? I don't know. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so he like lets her go. And then, you know, then she shows up at his office and she's like, just collect your money. Just collect your money. I don't know why I wore my best dress. She wore her best dress. I don't dress. know why I put on makeup. I'm just collecting my money. I don't know why I'm wearing these heels. Because it's not like I like him. He's stingy. He's stingy and doesn't pay my mother. I'm just going to get my $2 million and then go. I don't like him at all. And at like one point, I think, like, her, we see her mom, and her mom's kind of got this weird crass attitude. But anyway, she goes in to see Jack. And this scene is actually really... I thought it was creative. Like, I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting, right? Because so she gets there, and he takes one look at her, and he's just like, 
you didn't come here just for two million. You came here to fuck. You came here to get it on again. Look at that dress, which is kind of problematic. But like, <laughs> you know, like yes. yes. But this is a fantasy novel where we kind of get novel, so we, we approve that. But there was that like definitely thing of like by wearing that you are asking for this, right? And and it, we're all for the enthusiastic yes. Yes, but it's it, but we also know but from her point of view that fantasy. she's conflicted. She's yes. also conflicted. Like she does like him. So of course he's like, okay, I will give it to you and install. Installments, mm-hmm. the two million of installments, like I don't know, it's like a hundred thousand a, a month, a month, oh, a month for, for over 20, 18, 18 months or something, uh, twenty months, whatever. He's basically like, you have to have dinner with me and stuff. Yeah, and it's basically like he's playing a power move. He wants to keep her. He wants her in he life, and she's around. just like, he wants her to love him. And she, and because he's like, why would anyone love me? I'm a piece of shit. Um, yes, he, he his self talk. You guys he's got bad self talk. I am so upset by his self-talk. He's always talking about what a horrible person he is and how he's awful. And definitely this is one of those books that takes the approach of, like, healing through love. Yeah. um, Which is super sweet. And at the same time, it's like, dude, love yourself so you can love others. See a therapist. Yeah, see a therapist. He says, I'm nasty soot on the inside and she's clean light. So yes. he's kind of sees her as this pedestal, and he's like, I can't believe and she even loves me. Um, and so anyway, so the point is, like, he also, she's like, no, I would, I'm not doing that. It's two million or nothing. And he was like, he kind of, kind of starts, you know, mm-hmm. making the sexy times. And he was like. And your guys, his office. Yeah, this is the scene. This is like. <sighs> it has glass windows all around, but from the outside, you can't see in. It is like dark glass that you can't that, see it's through. It's that special glass like the FBI uses where yes. like they can see in but Flick you a can't switch see out. And, yeah. Um and but she goes in and she can see out. She can see everything outside. Mm-hmm. But she's like I know they can't see in. And he gets her up against this glass. He's like basically like I have a switch right over here and if I hit that switch the glass becomes transparent, and everyone's going to see me fingering your perfect body. So you know what you mm-hmm. got to do is you need to come in two minutes. Yeah, he gives her two minutes, and he's, like, counting down. And mm-hmm. is he giving her about She's doing it herself. She is, yes. She's doing Okay. And she's, like— She's like, oh shit, you know, and she's like, come, yeah, gotta come, <laughs> and like, it's a, it's a high stakes scene. Mm-hmm. Of course, we know in Jack's perspective, he's like, he I never would never like, fucking flip that switch. He's way too possessive, possessive. of her to mm-hmm. let to share that. But he kind of gets a sense that she likes this, and he wants yeah. to see if she likes it. He kind it. of knows that he had an idea from yeah. that first interaction that she was kind of into the voyeurism, exhibitionism, or exhibitionism. Mm-hmm. To, she enjoyed people voyeuring on them mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. while well, she exhibited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so this kind of reinforced that. Like, like it was kind of something that was motivating her to get on, but there was also, it was getting her worked up. It was getting her into sexy. We definitely see her perspective, which helps a lot. She's definitely into this. And she finally agrees to... She's like, oh, you know, whoo, okay, let's try it. Fine, I'll come. I, I'll give you three days. Three days to earn my trust, mm-hmm. to show me who you are. And then at the end of the three days, if you haven't, you just have to give me my give two me my million. Money. And I go. If not, then we'll talk about this whole installment payment thing. Or so I forgot how yes. it is, but he's like, whoo. And he's a businessman. So he's he, a he, business he, man. He, he makes deals. 
he makes deals. So he's like, I'll take it. And so he takes her back to his house. And there's this fun little scene where they play a game of Nerf guns. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she plays dirty. She does. Like, it's kind of like they have a wager because he was like, she was like, oh, if you win, I'll sleep in your room tonight. If not, I'll sleep in my room if I win. And he's like, cute. And then he, like, fucking, like, she decimates him by cheating. Yeah. So, first of all, he was winning. But yeah. then she's like, I'm going to use the fact that he seems to be obsessed with me to win this. So, she, like, pretends to hurt herself. Yeah, she pretends like bonk her head. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I'm he's like so wounded," and oh, he runs. Okay? He throws down his Nerf gun and runs to her, and then she shoots him four times in the chest, and, and like, win. And she's like, "He was like, wow," and and uh, she's like, "Oh, it's kind of hard to fuck me when you don't have a room." And he says, and I quote, because there's so many <laughs> fascinating Jessa Kane lines. He said, um, she's like, it's going to be hard to fuck me when you don't have a room. And he says, in a split second, I'm flat on my back, Jack looming above me. I don't need a fucking room. I'll take you outside and pound you against my front door while the mail's being delivered, won't I? Because, <laughs> <laughs> again, he knows that she, she likes to be watched. She's kind of into it. So, and so, yeah. then search the three, like the three days is going on. And right. I feel like one of the fun things in this time. Oh, the audiobook stuff? Okay. So, I mean, oh, yes. Okay. So, our heroine, her greatest dream is not like it's, it's okay. Her, her, what she wants to do with her life, her greatest dream, while she's cleaning houses, she listens to audiobooks. Yeah. And she loves listening to romance audiobooks. Just like me. And her greatest dream is to be an audiobook reader. A, like a narrator. A, a narrator. Yes. Of the audio. That's her. If only she could have enough money to build herself a studio to read the audiobooks herself. Yes. And it would be, that is her greatest dream. And Jack listens. He's a good listener. He's like, is that what you want, baby? You got it. He was like, I'll fucking get you whatever you want. He creates a special date day. First thing, takes her to read audiobooks in a professional studio. Like, gets her studio time to read a... And so this is, like, their cute moment where she's, like, reading a sexy smut scene for these, like, producers. And it's so funny because, like... I have no idea what that world or industry is like, but, like, the producers were like, she's got promise. (laughs) (laughs) They gave her, like, feedback. She took the notes well, and they're like, yeah, she's great. And it just feels like he's, like, slipping them all these hundreds. Like, yeah, you keep fucking saying that. Just keep saying that. Yeah, you tell her she's great. (laughs) And she's like, did I do good? And he's like, yeah, you did. You did real good. Um, and then he takes her shopping. And this is what I like to think of yes. as the pretty woman scene. I'm, I'll tell my kids it's pretty, pretty woman. Pretty woman on the next level. <laughs> yes. And also in between all this, he's slowly starting to tell her who he is. And like, yes, he's sharing. Because a big part of her is getting to know what she wants from this is getting to know him. To see if he's actually a good guy. And he's like, he basically shares his stop story. Like, I used to have this business partner and he sold out the company from under me. And so I spent the last five years destroying it. <laughs> And they're, like, in the middle of a lobby, and she's like, oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. <laughs> oh, that is, that's it's tragic. Great. It's fucking great. I get it. You don't want to be abandoned. It's great. Yeah, it's great. He's got a sob story, and he's like, don't leave me, Maisie. And he was, like, um, an orphan. Yeah, it's, like, no, it's and then, true. It's and real. The, the foster family gave him up, so he has a big mm. 
abandonment thing. He does. It's sad. Yes. So, but he takes her shopping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this scene is, I think this scene was delicious. Like, I mean, and it's like, again, we, again, this is fantasy, right? Like, fantasy. In, an, in, a, in an ideal world, there'd be talks of consent. There'd be negotiating. Yeah. You would talk with the, sp- with the saleswoman and say, hey, would you mind if I fucked in front of you <laughs> before you started enthusiastically fucking someone in front of her and then having her participate he's like he's basically like taking her shopping for all these clothes and he's like we're gonna need the panties that rip real easily so i can get inside of her whenever i want and the saleswoman's like i'm so helpful these ones already have a hole i mean she's she's a i guess on his side she's a great saleswoman she She knows (laughs) she understood the assignment she understood the assignment she showed up for it and she's like hey I got these for you. And I like, so we we like to talk about how our men in romance novels love to be big. They love to be so big. Mm-hmm. And this they is have to be. no exception. I feel like this is less like length as uh, girth. It's what matters, though. And that is what matters. So like as the saleswoman... <laughs> gives this to him he like specifically asks he makes a doubtful sound and he says sounds like they were built for average sized men (laughs) and so he decides that he needs to like test it in he needs to test it there and then and he even says like to Maisie or to the saleswoman you think she'd get wet this wet and horny for mediocre dick (laughs) Jack uh, don't got no mediocre dick. No, he's no. not mediocre dick. He's like, he's like at an 11. He's like, in terms of intensity, he's like at a fucking 11. He's like, he's like Chuck Bass or something. Like, he is like something like on another level of yes. arrogance. And oh. so it's. He needs to see if his girthy dick can yeah. th- fit through that hole. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> into the other hole. <laughs> so they fuck, and at that point, I don't know how, or I don't know, but she's like, I, I, this is it, like, you're, you're, you're it for me, or something, like, well, because they has the limo. Well, and, and in the fuck. process, he has the saleswoman, like, hold her mouth so that she can't scream. Yes! He's, you guys. You guys! The saleswoman, who's just like, I, I honestly okay. feel and then for the saleswoman's her, like, kind of into it, but there's, Yeah. Fantasy. This is fantasy. It has to be fantasy because, like, yeah, I was, like, when I was reading it, I was, like, oh, my God, like, this poor woman. And then, yeah, it was, and then they get back to the limo, and it's, like, she lets him come finally because, by the way, he's been on, like, a you can't come because you broke my trust and you came inside of me, so now you can't come. She finally gives him permission, so So he's he's just plowing her in the limo as they're, like, putting all the things he bought into the back of the limo, and he's just plowing away, coming inside her. Like, multiple Multiple times, like, and it's just like he's just like you're mine now, and she's like I know you're mine, and and they're like ah, and then they go back to his house, and it's like a total fuck fest, and she mm. opens, he opens up to her more, and tells, tells her about his childhood, and she's like oh Jack, ah. and like, and there's a lot of like oral sex happening, and then he yeah. like, they just have sex so many times they forget, like because at this point you know he's an open book and she's open yes (laughs) and the one thing that has her not like she's just waiting on is that he's still trying to control her through the money right so she has reservations around that as she should 
Right. Because she earned that $2 million. He should have no right to be just no. parsing it out to her to no, force like, her to stay around. Give it the fuck up. You, she earned it. Give it the fuck up. So he wakes up one morning. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite line the entire series. I don't know why. But he wakes up and has to go to a business meeting. And he's been, you know, just basically f- raw-dogging her for like eight hours. And he's like, okay. And he's like, fine, I'll let her rest. Jeez, I'm a manimal, right? And he's like walking away. And he was like, you know what? Let the girl have her rest. Better yet, I'm going to go bring her back some fucking diamonds. (laughs) Dozens of them. Maybe a tiara. Maybe a tiara. Okay. It's just, it's a great picture of him as an arrogant asshole that yes. he is. Like, I'm gonna give that bitch diamonds. He's like, bitches love diamonds. Bitches love Chipotle. Bitches love diamonds. He's like, I'm gonna go buy her some fucking diamonds. It yeah. was just, it was perfect. And I just imagine and Jessica Kane writing that laughing their his, her, whatever pronoun ass off and being yeah. like this is great. This is fun. Yes. And I feel like also, uh, also, as part of that, he then also releases his last bit of control. He makes the call as he's starting to head out. He's like, I'm going to give her the $2 million. He transfers it. He transfers her the account. money so that he's not holding her there, so that she's choosing to be there. Right. And so they've really hit a, a growth spurt in the last they grow 24 hours. hours. And so he's like heading out, and then she is awoken by the ding a ling a ling. Ding Like cha ching. Sound you got of her. Buddy. You got two. You know, you know when you wake up after having the best sex of your life with this extravagant hot billionaire, and then you wake up and he's transferred two mil into your account all the time. I that mean, happens to me all the time. <laughs> uh, but so it wakes her up, and what I love is like he's on his way to this important business meeting, has showered, gotten all dressed nice in his suit, and but she cannot let him leave without going to talk to him and just be like, "You did it, Jack. like Jack." And she runs out to him, and he's like, what? He's worried at first, but she's like, no, you did it. I love you. And he's like, I love you. And then they fuck they against fuck the car. against the car with all of the staff. the staff around. Like, there's the maid there. There's the driver there. There's probably a gardener standing right there. And they're just, because this book, the theme is exhibitionism. Yes. Exhib- yeah, and yeah, they fuck like animals against the side of the car. And it's just like, they just don't care. They yeah. don't care. They don't and care. she's like in a robe and shit. Like, it's yeah. like, whatever. He's like rocking the car. So yeah. it was, yeah, I was laughing. Because it was just <laughs> like, oh my god, this is this is a lot. So, and then he goes to the city and she's, also at some point, oh, oh, okay, one thing we really forgot, which we should cover, is that he fired her mom. Yes. Because, okay, wow. I Turns can't believe out, we forgot this. Turns out he's not stingy, you guys. Surprise. Surprise. He's, he's just great. He's totally magnanimous and generous. The mom is so a generous. lying bitch. When he found out that that woman's daughter was a sexy, sexy virgin that he wanted so badly, he started paying her up the wazoo. Right. He was like, oh, salary increase for you because you have a really hot daughter. <laughs> I want all this money to go to your daughter. Have all the money. And the mom was pocketing the money. She hid this. Like, she would instantly, like, take it and transfer it and withdraw cash and was hiding cash. Bought a one-way plane ticket to Belize? Yeah, it was very extravagant. And he found this when 
She agreed to stay. When Maisie agreed to stay with him for three days, they stopped by her apartment, but she was passed out. So he oh, yeah. went and packed her bag for her. After, every time in the beginning, after they had sex, she would fall asleep. It was like it was, he would fuck her to sleep. <laughs> and then she would just be passed out for the rest of the night. Was, yeah. I mean, it's like, whoa. And so... um he sees the mom and he finds the ticket to Belize and he's like, you've been lying. You're a lying, you know, crook. You're taking from Maisie. You're fucking fired. And he mm-hmm. took the money from and her. The that ticket. She had been, and the ticket. And was like, fuck you, bitch. And this was got, meant for your daughter. Yeah. And so he took it and he like gave it to Maisie. And yep. he was like, yeah, this is all your money anyway. And she has a lot of guilt about she this. She does. She's like, how could you do that, Jack? And he was, was like. mother. He's like, okay, she's still fucking fired, but if you want to give her back the money, it's fine. Yeah, this is yours. Do with it as you please. He gives her that choice to be like, I'm never hiring her again because she's a liar mm-hmm. and she hurt you. But, like, if you want to give her back all that money and let her go to fucking Belize, I guess, go for it. And yeah. so fast fast forward, they're all in love now, 20 to twenty to 40 hours later. And um, <laughs> she's, like, just fuck Jack against the car. He's going mm-hmm. to the city for that meeting he doesn't want to go to. And um, she decides to call her mom. She's like, I got to give this money back to my mom. And she's a and good girl. What else does she have to tell her mom? Oh, right. What you else? See. Of course. She, you see. <laughs> so she had a little suspicion. It's been How? a whole three days. How? We don't know. And she had a suspicion. She's pregnant. <gasps> she took a test. <laughs> She's pregnant. (laughs) I think it would be like five days in at this point. She's pregnant from that first time where he came inside her, even though she asked him not to. And she's like, you know what? It was meant to be. This is our little miracle baby. Our miracle baby. And I guess this is like an ad for like, I don't know, Miracle Blue or whatever those, like Clear Blue. Like, it's just like, if you can, if you can tell someone is pregnant within five days, I mean. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Where are those tests? So, um, yeah, anyway, it was like, we. so she's got to tell her mom I'm also pregnant. I'm really So excited. her mom, like, decides to come over, and that's when tragedy ensues. Tragedy. Because, because her mom is a greedy, a greedy bitch. And she's not only come over to get the money, but she brought Winston. Yes. The guy who runs, like, the weird, creepy, rich people sex ring. Yeah. And he is like... We're going to bring you back because you can make us a lot more money. Everyone really digged watching you lose your virginity, and we want to see you fuck every man. I'm going to sell you to every man. Yeah. It's okay. You're getting 20%. And I'll take a sample, too. Oh. Ugh. What disgustingness. And her mother fucking did this to her. Her mother mother took money from Winston. Her mother facilitated this. She took Winston's money to take him to her daughter. And she gets the money for Belize because, like, whatever. Yeah. And so she gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, Jack comes home from his meeting like, Maisie. Where are you, my love? Maisie. I have a tiara. He's like, wait, I have a tiara, bitch. And he's probably got, like, a raging heart on. But, like, he, um, of course, freaks, like, Tony the Tiger, freaks out when she can't find her. And what does he do to go rescue her? He calls the SWAT team. The motherfucking SWAT team. They're there. Within minutes. Oh, they, like, literally blow a hole through, like, the house to get yeah. to her. And she's, like, just in the living room, right? Like, yeah. not much has happened. Yeah. She's just about to be auctioned off. Oh, right. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's been a while since I read that part. So, and he's, like, no, that's mine. And doesn't she say, like, 
he like gets a gun. Someone puts a gun to his head or something. She's like, "That's the father of my child." Oh my god, father! Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> I remember that line now, and I can't even remember why. But that's one of the ones that I shouted out loud to you as I was reading it. Please don't. He's the father of my child, and he's like, "What? What? We have a baby? My love." Oh, it's it been works out. five days. Right. I mean, and it's like you have to go with the flow. Like, you have to just laugh because it's like, it's fun. You know, they're having fun. And so he like, yeah, he. Spot uh, team takes care of business. They, they, they clear up that shit, even though Jack was a total participant in it five days earlier. He's not getting in trouble. Yeah, they, they clear it up. It's, it's like he only joined to save me. And they're like, good work, man. And everyone else is like, damn it. We're going <laughs> to jail. And, um. He, I forgot what happened. Do, do they fuck right there? No, no, no that's another Jessica Kane book. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, they the, in this instant happy so ever after. They like come to move on to their epilogue. They're five years later. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> Your voice is so funny. And it's on funny. Valentine's Day, you want to get each other gifts that really mean something. And they have a, a diamond. Lovely, no. Oh no. They have a lovely daughter named Gigi. Wait, like her name's Gigi. I'm like, okay, the like, names in this book. Like like isn't there so much Yeah, okay. Gigi. Maisie and Gigi. Anyways. Okay, um not my favorite. Anyways, but she's a sweet darling girl that likes to hear the story of how her father saved her mother from the dragons and kicked him in the face. Oh my oh, god. She loves I that forgot story. about this part. And they're like, oh, Dearest Gigi, who we love, that's wonderful. Go to bed. <laughs> time for bed. Time for bed. It's adult time now. It is adult time, and it is Valentine's again, again, Day. If we, we see it, the, the, the passion has not died. Oh, no. And he has gotten her. Like if you interviewed the staff at this house, they'd be like, no, it's, it's not died. He even says he pays them well so that they will be okay with the voyeurism in their relationship. Like, if they have, like, an NDA or something he they pays sign, them like extra money, the cell phone so they, they won't run away if they fuck in front of them. Which is essentially... And some of them like to watch. Hey. Okay. No no shame. No shame to any kink out there. I'm just saying that, like, as long as it's consensual. But, like, yeah, it's, like... I feel like it gets weird when you're paying people to be there. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I rely on this to pay my rent. Yes. But, no, just, like, liking it, I guess, is, like, one thing. So, but, yes. um, so it's Valentine's Day. They have a child. She has a studio in the city where she does her audio recordings. She's a world-famous audio... <laughs> Yeah, they, she has famous authors lining up to have her read their books. He still makes just billions of dollars in his hedge fund. He's the president of Planet Earth. And um, he got a special gift for her. <gasps> what is it, Rachel? A, uh, one of the staff comes out and starts setting up a video camera. What? It's a live stream. <gasps> We're going to fuck in front of <laughs> the internet. In front of everyone. And the, the it's like even talks about how the uh the worker, the staff member, he hits record and the red light pops up and then he fades away into shadows. <laughs> like Homer Simpson <laughs> in the bushes. 